Hi, everybody. It's Busy from Busy Living Jungle. Brady, what's up? Nothing much. Just chilling like a villain. Busy and I driving in our vehicles. We're driving our vehicles, and we're doing a new thing here with Busy Living Sober, and we're doing tape a call. We've never tried it before, but I hope it worked out, and that everybody loved it. So, so tell me this, Brady. So we we promised everybody that we – well, at least I promised people from Thursday, Thursday, the people that watch Thursday, Thursday, that I would talk about being unstuck. And um, for one, I have to really thank you from the bottom of my heart because – the fact that I was able to talk to you gave me the ability to get unstuck. Mm. Isn't that crazy? There's, and thank you, because I guess the one thing that um, I think is so important for your listeners and for anyone dealing with anything, whether it's being stuck, whether it's putting down the first drink, whatever it is, is there is so much safety in numbers. Um, I know I couldn't do this without you. You couldn't do it without me. And we lean on each other. And, you know, we really do. Um, we deal with a common problem, which is our, our, our inability, our addiction. And we solve it together. And we're not alone, as we've always said. We're not alone. And what were the tools? So you know some of the tools that you recommended that I, did, that, that I should do? I did. And you know what those were? Yes, I do. Well, I, I I wrote things down, do you know that? And I talked I also called in you know, in our in our twelve step meetings that we go to, we have somebody called a sponsor, don't we? Yes, yes. What is a sponsor? What is that, Brady? Well, for us, um a sponsor is just someone who's been through what we call the steps. Um and so it's another alcoholic like ourselves. And and this individual is someone who, first of all, they have something we want. And whatever that may be, you just like the way they act, you like the calm, you like the excitement, you like whatever it may be, you want what they have. And so a sponsor is somebody that you choose to guide you through what we use, which is the 12 steps of alcoholics and alcoholics. And, um, and so I want to ask you something. So when you be a guy... And, like, asking somebody like that, that much, was that hard to find somebody that you could ask to be, like, your, how did you do that? Well, it's funny that you should say, because it is hard, and I'm actually um, something that, you know, Biz and I will talk about offline or online, whatever it is. Um, You know, I am actually maybe going to be looking for another sponsor, because, you know, bottom line is, I picked the sponsor just because I, like I said, it, it wasn't hard for me after a few years of not drinking, but right off the bat, um, yeah, it's hard because you don't trust people. Like, I don't trust that someone is not going to have, you know, their, you know, bad intentions or that they're going to, you know, be able to lead me down a path that I'm, quite frankly, have no idea which way that's going anyway. So there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of quote-unquote, leaps of faith that you have to take, but you just have to trust that, you know, this process, as we like to say in Philly, everything is the process, that it's going to work out, it's going to work out for the best. And it's really, it is sometimes, it's sometimes really scary because I know the way you were feeling, like, do they have an ulterior motive? 
Why do yep. they want to help me? What is in it? Why, what is in it for them? I mean, do they really want to just listen to me and be not judgmental and not go and talk about everything I'm going to tell them? It's not like when you go to see like a quote unquote therapist that you have to sign a HIPAA thing where with the sponsor, it's literally somebody that is somebody off the street that you hope and pray does have your best interest at heart. Wouldn't you agree? I would, and, and I think there's so many different ways we could take this conversation. The first one is, you know, to remember that whoever you do choose to confide in or to share your your um, your own situation with, whether you call that a sponsor or whether you call that a friend or whether you call that both, because it's very possible, um, they're human too. They're not professionals. You know, they're right. literally, in our case, just people that are, are another bozo on the bus. And, you know, that's the one thing that, you know, to remember that, these, you know, these individuals are human, too, because oftentimes we want to hold our heroes or our sponsors to another level. And that's not fair to them, and it's not fair to us. So I think that's the first step. And then second is just being honest and trusting your judgment, you know, that, and, and a, for a lot of us, we have learned not to trust our own judgment. And so what do we trust, Biz? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's exactly it. And who do we trust? And we don't – and it's not our first – our first, you know, reaction is not, oh, I'm going to go tell this person what's going on. It's like it took me a couple of days to get to the place where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell Brady or I'm going to tell my other friend really what I'm feeling. Because you know what, I, my my ego and my you know sense of like I don't I don't know if I can trust them. I'd rather just carry this around by myself, feel alone, feel scared, and not want to talk about it. Because I just in the beginning you don't want to trust. But I have to tell you, if I didn't have you guys and the people that I can say I truly trust and I truly look up to, and not that I hold you guys on pedestals. But you know what? You've always been there for me, and from experience, I know that you're all, like, by the great, I'm lucky to know that you guys will be there for me in a non-judgmental way, just like I wouldn't be to, you know, I would I would not look at whatever you tell me in a judgmental way. And it's funny, because you know what? Like, in life, you're going to get burned sometimes, and you hope that, you know, you with such a, something such as in such with such importance as you know mine and your sobriety you know you would hope no one would mess with you but if they do and you survive it good and there's a um, podcast that I want um, that I want to share with Biz at, at some point but there's a, a particular clip and this guy's name is Jocko Wilnick and he talks about when things go wrong saying to yourself good it's another opportunity for me to grow, you know, right. and, and basically taking situations that literally you think, oh, this is the worst, and saying, you know what, good, good. Now I have a chance to get better. Now I have a chance to practice. I didn't make the team I wanted to, good. Now I have more time to get better and practice. So I think it's, it's again, kind of diverting here, but also knowing that it's up to you. Any decision you make you know, in your process of putting drinking, recovery, anything you make, it's up to you. You can either take it and dwell on it and think it's the end of the world, or hopefully, as I think this, and I know I have, 
You can take it as an opportunity for growth. Yes, yeah, it's stink right away. But then, you know what? I know I'm going to grow strength from it. Isn't that the truth? Because I have to tell you, I feel 500 times better than I did last week. And uh, you know what? Seven days later, I am feeling like a brand new person. I am like, I'm ready to go. I don't know where I'm going, but I feel a lot better. And look at this. So, you know, I want to talk to you about one other thing, Brady. You know what that is? So here we are in, um, we're outside of Philadelphia for those people who don't under, who didn't realize that. And we are now under a severe, um, storm warning. We are about to get supposedly maybe up to 16 inches of snow between tonight and tomorrow. Brady, what are you going to do? It's going to snow. Oh, my gosh. Is your life going to go crazy? What are you going to do? How are you going to not drink? How do you not drink in a snowstorm? Josh, you know, it's a great question. And, and again, at the end of the day, when I think when Viz and I talk about anything, um, you know, we wish at times, you know, at least I always talk to people and talk like, I'm, unless I know differently, <clears throat> I talk like I, like you're still trying to put down the first string. And, right. and if that's your particular case, then you do it slowly and just one day at a time. And I know that's cliche for a lot of you out there, but what do you do? You know, for, for I think for Biz and I, we've learned and we've built up our own quote unquote toolbox of things to do. But the first thing you do is you try to occupy yourself. I wish that, like, there was a magic pill for you to take and it would last throughout your snowstorm. But you know what? Like, if the longer and longer you do this, you realize, at least in my case, I don't want a magic pill because all of these things for me are part of the growth process. So I know what I'm going to do. First thing in the morning, I'm going to try to get to see other people that I know don't drink. Right. You are. Yes. Yes, I, I am. That. I love that. I love yeah. that. Even when it's going to snow, you're going to get there, aren't you? You're going to get there because you, you're so lucky that you can, for one. Yeah. Right? Because again, you do so, I, I do a lot right now, gang, out there to try not to cross over the way Biz and I get sober and the way it should be. I like to leave this as an open statement. So if you're in a 12-step program, read between the lines. If you're not, don't fret because the way Biz and I do it is not the only way to do it. And there's a lot of fundamental lessons that you can learn without, quote, unquote, being in a 12-step program. And the first one is, you know what, like, talk to somebody else with a similar problem, okay? So, you know, you're, you're hunkered down. It's snowing. You can't get out of the house. Okay, hopefully your phone still works, all right? If your phone still works, great. Call somebody else that you know might be struggling, all right? You can't get a hold of one, somebody. All right, there's this thing called the Internet. If that's still working, you know, get on the Internet. Google things like hope, sobriety, anything, you know, meditation, anything that can get your mind working in another direction other than taking the first drink. And then, you know, for me, and, and, and it's not an instant cure, gang, but, like, just the process, as we talked about, of making a gratitude list. It triggers something in your mind, okay? Make, find a hobby while you're there. Play cards. Play solitaire. You know, know that this storm is not going to last forever. 
You know, hopefully if you have a loved one and they're caught in the same situation, play a game, play Uno, play Yahtzee. I know that's what um, my wife and I do, and she's a normie. She drinks, you know, and so, you know, find something to occupy your time, and you'll find that before you know it, the storm's over. You can go out, have a snowball fight, go sledding, or do whatever it is you do when there's a storm. Right, you can, I mean, and it's like, it's just, it's, you're going to get out, right? Yeah. It is like, you're going to get out, and it's just 24 hours, and, um, and it is just, it is just, life is just, you know, it's just in the moment, and it's just a storm, and it's just a storm, and if you're around people that you don't want to be around, go shovel. I don't know. Go spread some, uh, go help your neighbor shovel. Go you know, help an older person maybe sweep off their porch or, I don't know, take the snow off somebody else's car. But you can be there for someone else, and that gives you so much strength. At least it does for me. Being there for someone else is where the magic happens. Don't you agree? It's everything. And, you know, here it is. Like, again, whatever, there's a lot of things that I can say work and don't work. And there's one thing I can say always works for me, and that's reaching out to another person and helping them, helping them in some way, shape, or form. Hey, maybe you live next to a a neighbor who's old. Why don't you go clean up their car, you know? That would be awesome, and don't tell them. Don't even tell them, you know, or shovel their walk. Don't tell them, okay? Maybe, you know, again, if your power's working and whatever, you know, maybe uh, make some hot chocolate and bring it to the neighbor's. Whatever it may be, like, there are so many things you can do. And believe me, Dan, it's easy sitting in my seat right now feeling good to say this. Believe me, our power went out last Friday and Saturday. I mean, you would have thought that I had nothing going for me in the world. Like, I was trapped. I was bummed. I was depressed. Gosh, there's no power. Like, who cares? Like, there's no power. But you know what? I got through it. My wife and I went and visited someone else that didn't have power. You know, that's how we fixed our problem. So, again, there's a common theme there. Find like-minded people. I am not going to go share my problems with someone I know is out there drinking a case of beer a night. I'm just not. And I have a friend like that, and I guess, guess what? Our conversations last about 45 seconds, and then I'm done. You know, because I know that person is not like-minded. Then you're not getting much solution there. You get lots no. of problems, but not a lot of solutions. And that's what we're looking for today is a solution rather than a problem. And um, I think the common theme I got out of today's talk, Brady, was that, you know, being there for another person is where the magic happens and realizing that you're not alone. You're never alone. And picking up the phone can be the hardest thing. I get it. It is, like, heavy. It is, like, the last thing sometimes I want to do. Well, if you do it, I promise you, you will always find somebody that wants to hear from you and wants to help you. I know that, but I just know it because it's never happened that I haven't reached. I mean, you might have to make a couple calls, and it might not be the first person. It could be the fifth person, but don't give up. Yep, never give up. So Never give up. You and I are are hunkered down in the storm tomorrow. We're bored, and you don't have to be – you know, you could be in New Zealand. What up, New Zealand? What's you could up, be in Patrick? New Zealand <laughs> and not have um, anything to do, but it's not weather-based. 
So what are you going to do? Okay, first of all, you know, take a small walk out in the snow, all right, or out in the beautiful weather. Second of all, you know what? Create a story. Make up a story. Like, make up a story. You've got a pencil and a paper. You know what? Just put it down. Have fun with it. Just make up some story of what you're like you want to do, because I am a firm believer that whatever you put out there, if you want it, it's going to happen. So if you say long enough to yourself that, hey, I want to be a school teacher, eventually you're going to be a school teacher. Or if you keep saying to yourself long enough, I want to be, you know, I want to be the best car salesman I can be, you're going to eventually be that. So make up a story with you as a success in it. You know, those are just two things, you know. Then, you know, call another person, like we said. Go ahead and do that. Like, that is okay. They'll be glad to hear from you. And trust that, you know what, like, that you can share your problem with them maybe. And you know what, I know if when Biz shared with me, it made me feel better because it made me feel valued as a friend. You know, I love it. I love it, Brady. Well, I'm going to see you in the morning. And um, I decided to say thank you so much for doing this podcast again. I love your energy. I love your – oh, I just love it. I'm so grateful to have you – to be able to call you my friend. And you're the best. And thank you so much. And um, hopefully next week I know you'll be traveling. But when you get back, will you come and do another podcast with me? I will for sure. And, you know, like I said, Biz, like – if we can set it up that we can do it while I'm on the road, we can do that too. You know, I, I have no problem. Let's see if people like today. Let's see how people like today. So we've done it recorded over the – we're doing it on the phone, both of us, and we hope that everybody likes it. Let us know. Please write to us at busy at busylivingsober.com. And um, I forward my messages, especially if you write to Brady, I'll send it right over to Brady. So, guys, please, if you have any questions, concerns, please write to us, and one of us will get back to you ASAP. Until next week, keep getting busy living. Sober. 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 Bye, Brady. All right. See you, Biz. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye, Brady. Thanks. Bye.